Welcome to Cultivating Ethos with Pastor Scott Furrow. Cultivating Ethos is here to help you change your world and enjoy the simple and not complicated mission that Jesus has given you. To learn more and to support this ministry, just visit RadioChurch.org. Now, here's Pastor Scott. Good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope that you are doing fine on this fine Wednesday. My friends, as I've been mentioning uh, yesterday and a few times recently, um, we are going to be bringing our part of this program to a close at 11.30. But have no fear, I'm still on the air every day at from 3 to 5 on uh, Cape Rays. So here's the deal, folks. Yesterday, uh, I talked a lot about how we're going to bring this program to uh, an end. And I've been doing radio uh, on this program first on weekends and then every day for six years. And I want to thank you for listening and for your support, your listener support, your financial support, all of those things. And um, But we're going to bring it to a close, and K-Praise has already hired uh, the next show. They've already signed the next show to come on, and uh, they're going to start right away. So what I'm going to do is uh, give the microphone up. Um, for the next show so they can even start early. So I'm going to uh, introduce you to the pastor who will be leading the show uh, going forward in just a moment. And uh, I'm doing that because, as you know, I am, uh, I'm going to be the host of Southern California Live, and that's on every day here from 3 to 5. It's also on every day in L.A., on KKLA from 3 to 5. And that is going to be my job. And so my family has to move up there, and this weekend we'll be up there looking for a place. We are looking for schools and all of that. That's really how we're going to uh, deal with it. We're going to figure out what we're going to do for school, and then uh, that's where we're going to move. And so we're taking care of that uh, beginning this weekend. And uh, also, as you know, I'm already hosting that show, so we have a lot of production that we want to do in that program. It's going to change a little bit, uh, but I'm hosting it every single day already, and uh, that is a lot of work. And so one of the things that is important for me to do is to step out of all of the other things that I'm doing that take time that take away from uh, the process of doing that program. And uh, some days I'll be honest with you, I feel like it's a miracle that that program even happens because I'm still the pastor at First Baptist Church for another few days. And I'm doing this program plus looking for a place to move and dealing with life as it comes at us. So um the reason for this is because I want to uh, do my best as unto the Lord. And uh, in this new opportunity where he's opened up doors and called me to do something, I want to give it my best, and I need to do that now. And uh, so I appreciate you, and I love you, and I'll see you in the afternoon. And it's been uh, fantastic doing this show and bringing you the Word of God every day, every weekday. And uh, I really, really thank you for being a part of the program. I'm also excited about what's coming up next at 1130s on K-Praise. I'm excited because, you know, the Word of God is something that is living and it's breathing and it's helping you grow. And we want to encourage you to be a part of a church. I know that a lot of you are not in a church and uh, you haven't been for a long time. Some of you, it's difficult because you work on Sundays, and I understand that. But some of you are burned out by church or you've been hurt by church or you got out of the habit or maybe you just never really understood what church was for. And a big part of our ministry is to help you get involved with a local church and not just to hear the word on the air. That's great, but to be in a fellowship of believers. 
And the next pastor who will be leading this program will be inviting you to his church. And if you live nearby there, or even if you want to drive to it, you're welcome to do that. And he's going to tell you more about that. And you're going to get to know him and uh, his heart for the Lord and all of those things. I have him sitting here. I thought it would be a good idea maybe to actually uh, introduce him. What we're going to do is the, this program, the Cultivating Ethos Show, um, runs officially through uh, the end of May. And so it's still going to be the Cultivating Ethos show until it changes uh, next month. Um, but I wanted to invite uh, Pastor Grant Van Leuven here with us so that you would get to know him and be excited about his ministry. And he's going to start tomorrow, actually. Um, so uh, Grant, he's sitting right here in the studio with me. Uh, Pastor Grant, welcome to the Cultivating Ethos show. Thank you. Good to be here. Thanks and, for having us. And welcome to Cape Rays. Thank you. Welcome Delighted to, to be here. San Diego Radio. It's great to have you here. And Grant, is it Grant? Pastor Grant? Let's eh, call me Grant. Monsignor Grant? What do you go by? You know? <laughs> no, don't say that. Just, I feel most comfortable with Grant. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm with you there. You know, they wanted to put on the sign at First Baptist Church when I started in really big letters, Reverend Discovery. I'm like, no, yeah. no, don't say that. Um, <laughs> well, the Apostle Paul usually just says, hey, it's Paul writing to you. Once in a while, he'll, you know, I figure if he can go by Paul, I can go by Grant. So. That's right. You know, <laughs> once in a while, he'll pull out the Apostle card and make a point. <laughs> once though. in a while. Right? And sometimes you have to do that. Usually for, usually for the Galatians and the Corinthians kind yes. of thing. Yes, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> but like, that's actually something we were, uh, as we've been going through Philippians, it's interesting how he um, addresses the Philippians and refers to himself as a as a doulos, you know, right. as a servant, that's a slave. Right. Because with with that church, it's a, it's a different kind of a relationship where he doesn't have to pull out the card, uh, you know, of his authority, but he's able to talk with them more personally. Yeah. So it's kind well, of you're gonna, to see how he adjusts. You know? You're going to fit right in in this hour here, you know, because <laughs> uh, we've been doing First Corinthians, and first he tells you that, uh, hey, the apostle thing is uh, stop making it a big deal, but then he tells you, I'm the apostle, you got to listen to me. Right. And uh, and he does a great job with that, of course. All right, so Grant Van Leuven is the pastor of Puritan Reform Presbyterian Church in Paradise Hills, <clears throat> which is here in San Diego, uh, southeast San Diego, around National City, Chula Vista. Is that right? Uh-huh, near Bonito as well as a kind of a neighboring area. Yeah, Grant, how long have you been there? Uh, I believe this is my 12th year of ministry here. 12 yeah. years. Well, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. That's really great. Um, tell us about your family. Sure. I'm blessed to have uh, my lo- lovely wife, Fernanda. And we have six covenant children, ages one through 18, almost 19. So. Wow. Now is the 18, 19-year-old still living at home? Yeah, she's still with us. She's going to college. And um, we're in the in the process of uh, another new thing for me is uh, we're in the process of um, helping her uh, with courting a young, a young man who uh, uh, we met through an online thing. And uh, just a, a wonderful guy. I really answered a prayer. I've been praying, as I'm sure, right? for your kids oh, yeah. for a long time. And uh, he'll actually be coming out again uh, from Tennessee is where he is right now. He's planning to move this summer. But um, he'll be coming out this week, actually, to see her again and participate in our, our Puritan feast we have once a year at the end, uh, this, the end of this week. Oh. So I'm getting used to those new things. You know, yes. I, I started it. I have to be reminded. I started this process. And I have to remember, it's my job to continue to support it. But, you know, your first first child and your little girl's like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and you don't want to shoot him. No. That would be the opposite no, direction no, uh, no. to go you right. know, with all that. But I understand that. Well, good mm-hmm. for you. And uh, so you you're you said one right so you're in your one year old your youngest is one did you say that yeah actually just recently about eighteen months eighteen yeah. months I okay. kind of joke he's going on twenty he thinks he runs the place well of but, course he and does. he's unbelievably strong we call him the Hulk so right. <laughs> it take two people to change his diapers but <laughs> right well, as I say you've got one person going to college and you're still in diapers so yeah. uh, not me no yeah. my son <laughs> not you personally well we don't need to get that personal I just want to make sure program. that's clear to the yeah. listener. <laughs> 
Well, you never know how you need to relate. <laughs> no, we're not quite there yet. All right, so you're married, you got six kids, and you've right. been here uh, 12 years. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Rochester, New York, which is about an hour east of Buffalo. I went to college my last two years in Buffalo, so kind of smack dab in between cities people might know a little better, Buffalo and Syracuse, yeah, uh, okay. on the Great, Great Lakes area. Cities that people out here have heard of. Well, I think so. At least I've heard. At least most people have heard of Buffalo and say, "Oh, snow." <laughs> well, they also have yeah. a football team there. That's true. You know, and uh, Syracuse has some, you know, stuff going on. Yeah. So that's good. I like to say, you know, the the slogan for the state of Vermont is "Bet you can't name two of our cities." <laughs> I mean, there's the coat factory one, right? We have a Burlington coat factory. Is that Vermont? What else you got? Oh, don't test me on that, please. <laughs> yeah, see, you're right next door, and you can't name two. No, not actually right next door. Especially remember Western. Well, Well, that's true. Yeah, Western. But uh, far enough, like you know, eight hours. Actually, it's funny you say that because when I grew up, I lived in Colorado for a couple of years as a kid, and people used to, my friends used to ask me, "What side of the bridge did you grow up on?" Because everybody thinks New York State is New York City, right? I'm like, that's like eight, ten hours away. I didn't live anywhere near there. <laughs> There's no bridge. What are you talking about? Actually, my mom uh, shared a picture when we were. Colorado with a friend of a, a big, beautiful tree in Rochester, New York, and they refused to believe that that was actually New York. They, no, 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 it's this big, huge state. <laughs> it's funny how... It's near uh, Niagara Falls. It's yeah. funny how we don't really, so often, unless you travel a lot, you don't understand our country, you know, right. very much. People uh, you know, people from New York, they just figure, or other uh, places in the Midwest, especially, you come out to California and they just think you're going to get shot. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, we had uh, we had all kinds of. I never expected to be serving in California. Last place I thought I'd be called, but uh, it's my home and I love it. And there's it's I mean it's beautiful to be here in San Diego, the Golden State. It's a good reason they call it that. And to be able to go to the ocean or up in the mountains for snow the same day. I mean, it's a really tremendous, uh, lovely place and lovely people. Love the people in my church, and I I, I really like Californians. I did, I've enjoyed meeting them. I think people are pretty much the same everywhere. So They are. We just have yeah. a different attitude towards the weather. I think, different attitude, you know, different accents sometimes. <laughs> you probably find that your prayer meeting is is uh, better attended if it's 55 degrees because people think God is mad at them. It's funny you say that because early on when I moved here, there was a lot of rain. It was the rainy season. Right. And they wanted to cancel church. And I'm like, what? What? Why would we do that? The rainy season. Because, it, admittedly, it was a lot of rain, oh, and yeah. I've learned, yeah, this, the streets are pretty slippery because it doesn't rain a lot, and then all the oil. Right. But it was such a culture shock for me because I'm like, I mean, we don't we don't cancel church for snow oh, yeah. most of the time. I mean, I'm talking a lot of snow. So it, that those kinds of things are definitely different reference points. <laughs> yeah. So we've had uh, two rainy seasons in the 12 years, I think, that you're here. So we do get a quite, you know, we haven't had any rain at all hardly for the last couple of years. But mm-hmm. three years ago, we had a lot of rain. People mm-hmm. forget that the drought ended, mm-hmm. you know, for a year. And now we're back into it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, everything shut down. It was like our own COVID. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just can't go outside when it rains. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> tell us about, uh, you know, what what's drawing you into to radio? What's your background that, that uh, you know, I think already you're going to fit in great uh, with, this, <laughs> with this program. But what's drawing you to radio? You know, I was thinking about it. One of the, one of the things we talked about with our friends here at KPRC and talked about as a church, you know, when I was in Rochester, New York, and I was driving to community college after high school, I grew up in churches, mostly, I would say, fairly liberal, not real strong. Uh, I had enough influence to know I, I really need to get serious with the Lord, but but wasn't. I mean, probably to a lot of people, I'd be considered a prude, but I wasn't really, really serious about the Lord, but kind of mm-hmm. knew, not exactly a prodigal son thing, but when I was driving to community college, I started listening to the local Christian radio station. I don't know if it was Salem. I imagine it was. Um and actually, I just was impressed. I was reached by hearing these programs talking about Jesus 
in a way that I wasn't used to hearing people talk about Jesus. Like this is a real thing. And not that I didn't think it was real, but it was it was like that Christian community that I hadn't been exposed to as directly and teaching that I hadn't been as exposed to. So just me personally, starting in college, Christian radio has always been a, a real significant influence in my life. And actually one of those preachers is a church out here I ended up learning is out here uh uh, Shadow Mountain. So, uh, David Jeremiah. Yeah. <clears throat> Dr. So, uh, J. It's kind of neat. Yeah. So it's kind of neat to think of, um, oh, I'm actually pretty close to where he is. And I grew up, you know, when I was a young man listening and it was it had a big impact on me. Uh, then later in Pittsburgh, when I was going through seminary uh, part-time, I went through seminary. It took me about 10 years part-time while I was working full-time. That included working for Salem Communications for a while. Actually, I'll, I'll mention that more in a minute. Uh, but we listened to you know, the local Christian station all the time, just a really important part of our life. Uh, I borrow from a friend in seminary, uh, some other part-timers. Uh, I was in the Master of Infinity program for a long time, but fine, thankfully it finally became finite. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, so I was actually seminary for about 10 years and, and uh, worked for the Christian radio station for a few years before I ended up transitioning, working for the seminary as well. And uh, just really blessed by it. Uh, just love to see how impactful it was in people's lives is not only my own but seeing that with the others i worked with in the community also i worked in advertising so just to see how much the listeners cared so much about the station and the programming cared so much about those who are participating in the in the program so it's just been a part of my personal life for a long time we had our program on here years ago but because we're a small church it wasn't easy to maintain it but that was something we saw yeah there, there were probably the most uh, response and so uh, you know recently we've been looking at how to be doing outreach again we care about what we think we have to offer you know we're on places like mm-hmm. sermon audio We'll have folks uh, communicate with us around the world. Not not that we're, you know, having lots of listeners around the world, but or, you know. But it's, it's just that we live in a time when you, yeah. we have people listening in countries everywhere, even where it's illegal. And you go, how do you even right. know about it? Right. And, you know, like we had someone visit us while they were RVing a, a retired couple who live in Philadelphia, but listen to us in, you know, on Sermon Audio in Philadelphia. But that's kind of like people are knowing how to find you. And we thought it'd be really be nice to offer what we have to offer um, with our programs that are already going on places like Sermon Audio, but in our own community where people can, you know, hear it while they're driving different things and just try to do, try to make that available uh, here in San Diego where our neighbors are more. So that's, uh, we have um, some opportunities. We've been uh, selling a piece of our property to help us uh, maintain the ministry and one of the things we committed ourselves to is let's really try to invest a good amount of that in outreach. And so that's that's what's enabled us to begin, and uh, we're happy to do it. But that that background is, you know, I think what's always been on my heart. I've just – it's always been an important blessing to my own life, and we've, we've seen it in others. Yeah, so. <clears throat> you mentioned that you worked for uh, Salem Communications. Salem mm-hmm. uh, is the parent company of uh, Cape Rays, right. and uh, Salem has stations all over the country. Mm-hmm. I think in the top 100 markets Salem is in, it's a very large – large company mm-hmm. and it has you know Salem uh, has just a lot of different uh, ministry resources that uh, maybe you aren't even aware of are Salem but they're a big part of what we're doing so what did you do for Salem when you worked for them well I always like to quote um, Billy Crystal in uh, City Slickers I sold air right <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I did advertising so I worked with uh, local companies who would men- uh, have their businesses mentioned for services as people would need them and uh, help them develop their messages, worked with a creative writer there, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, that'll, that'll uh, help you also in uh, this role in one way or the other. Mm. Uh, tell us about your church. You're the pastor of Puritan Reformed Presbyterian Church. You've been there 12 years mm-hmm. here in San Diego. 
And uh, what should people know about your church, and how do they get there? Sure. Well, uh, in terms of how we get here, how you can get there, pretty pretty easy to find us. Obviously, our website, puritanchurch.com, will give you the details. But uh, we're off of 54, I think is probably the closest uh, highway to mention, you know, connected to 125 and 805, yeah. real easy to get to us. We're right off of 54, uh, in between uh, Woodridge, Woodridge and uh, Briarwood Roads, I think. So, All right. So One of those things I'll remember in the shower better than names, but <laughs> I could tell you any other time. Oh, I hate yeah. it when people ask me for the cross street. I'm like, I don't know what the cross street is. It's the freeway. Just now, get off the freeway and go down this road, and you're there. Well, I was just telling Steve when we were walking, uh, uh, I needed his help to find the coffee, and then back to the office, because I, I literally can get lost uh, in my own neighborhood, almost my own driveway, and so often I'll have the you know the map quest thing on, and I still will get lost. I'll miss the exits. I forget to listen to it. So. Yeah, you know, I've missed like four exits in the last couple of days. And it's disturbing me that that's one of the reasons I knew I had found the right woman to be my wife uh, when I visited her in Boston. I did the same thing. I kept getting lost driving around. I said I probably gave you a tour of Boston three times right now, and she didn't mind. I said, okay, this is a good sign. <laughs> but yeah, in terms of the church. Um, Probably if I walk through the the parts of the name, uh, but Puritan would be, uh, that's been part of the name of the church for a long time. And uh, that's just really representing the heart of the pastor was here before uh, Pastor Wallace Bell for like 30 years, mm-hmm. well, well before I was here. Um, bringing the influence of the Puritans into his ministry in the church, just this heart, you know, it was a special time work of the Spirit uh, in England, re- you know, off the shoulders, standing on the shoulders of the Reformation in the continent, but concerned to bring more purity of worship, purity of government and church and government uh, into their country, uh, reflected by the Westminster Standards, which which is another thing to know about us and relates to the name of the program we can talk about in a moment. But I think just a real heart to try to have Berean spirits, uh, try to make Make sure we focus on sola scriptura, whatever we do, whether it's worship, uh, our, our, our living throughout the week, um, you know, how we would do the government of the church, how we would be doing outreach. Mm. All these things will be governed by the Word of God. What does it say? And to be careful not to um, – it's so easy to stray from the Word. It's so easy to pick up habits, whether it's worship, whether it's our lives, that are, are really not governed by the Word. So uh, the the heart of the Puritans is what we hope our heart would be. We're not necessarily trying to say we're these Puritans, but we're, we're hoping to be influenced by their writings, their amazing ministry of preaching, and so much that's been handed down to us. They suffered and sacrificed so much. And of course, I think most folks know that um, that is a that is a movement that really is part of our country's heritage with the pilgrims coming over. That heart of wanting to have pure worship according to the scriptures, not influenced by things that are uh, really traditions of men uh, with a good conscience. And uh, so that's that's really a, at the heart of our church what we're striving for. We don't do it perfectly. We're sinners like everyone else, but we're always seeking to reform. You know, semper reformanda is something that means going back, going back to the scriptures. The Reformation was about going back, getting rid of things that the Catholic Church had mm-hmm. introduced, whether it was worship, government, or other things. A lot of it wasn't just justification by faith alone, Christ alone. It, those things were a big part of it, but it was also worship, uh, how we do church, a lot of things that had been rediscovered by going back to the scriptures and to the early church history. So another thing uh, people will hear in our in our in our program, kind of ending message relating to our our logo, which is a, just you know a shepherd's script trying to follow Christ. Jeremiah six sixteen, Philippians three sixteen, Matthew seven fourteen, uh, walking the same old good paths uh, along the right rule and narrow way. Uh, God promises in Jeremiah 6.16 that if you follow my old ways, 
the ancient ways of the scriptures, the ancient ways of my people, uh, and uh, obey me and follow me, or as Jesus says, walk in the narrow way following him, he actually promises a blessing. Scary thing is the last part of the verse is the people said, we're not going to do it. Right. Well, our heart is, Lord, please help us to say, we'll, we'll follow you. We will follow mm. you. And, of course, help us to do that because in and of ourselves, uh, we're, we're, we're not going to do it. So we emphasize, of course, God's sovereignty as well, his sovereignty in all things. Um, the, the name of our program is Man's Chief End. Yeah. And that's reflecting our shorter catechism of, uh, again, the work of the Puritans, mostly Presbyterians. First question, uh, what is man's chief end? And uh, the answer, and uh, it's beautiful to be able to call that out with the with the saints. Uh, we all know it and rehearse it together. We all say together, man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. Uh, it Often I think we get it reversed. Our habit, our sinful nature, influenced by culture is to have it our way. But it's all about glorifying God. So that's really what our, our heart is and our focus is and how we'll approach what people will hear in the preaching and the teaching. Uh, whatever application we're making, it's ultimately all for the glory of God. Yeah, And that's going to fit in very well with where we leave off on this program, as we've done a lot of Ecclesiastes, and we mm-hmm. talk about it as the, the meaning of life, and that's how Ecclesiastes ends. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for Amen. this is the whole duty of man. Amen. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Amen. And, uh, you know, so we've got to live – in, in this world, understanding that God is real, that his words are true, and mm. his love for you is also true. Amen. And what Jesus has accomplished for you is for real, mm-hmm. and he asks for your, your faith. Uh, let me take a break, and we'll be right back uh, on the Cultivating Ethos show. My guest is Pastor Grant Van Leuven of Pat, the pastor of Puritan Reform Presbyterian Church, and his ministry will be taking over for mine beginning tomorrow, right here in this time slot, 1130 on Praise. I'm Pastor Scott Furrow. This is the Cultivating Ethos Show. I'll be back in just a moment. 30 seconds. Stay tuned. Do you feel stuck in your home because your property taxes are low and moving will cost you big? Hi, I'm Jim Long of United Real Estate San Diego, proud supporter of Praise and Cultivating Ethos. If you're 55 or over, Proposition 19 may allow you to take your same property tax bill to a new house, townhouse, or condo. Find out more by calling me at 619-840-2023 or visit jimlongrealtor.com, jimlongrealtor.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Cultivating Ethos Show. I'm Pastor Scott Furrow, and this is the last episode of this version of our our program as I'll be moving to the live program, 3 to 5, Southern California Live, every day here on Cape Rays. And Pastor Grant Van Leuven of the Puritan Reformed Presbyterian Church will be taking over this time slot on Cape Rays. And uh, his program is going to be called Man's Chief End. Grant, before we go, mm-hmm. um, what is your hope for this program uh, right here on Cape Ray as it begins tomorrow? I think it really is our focus of the Great Commission, making disciples. Obviously, evangelism is involved in that, but Christ says in the Great Commission, teach them to obey everything that I have commanded. And, of course, that's all the scriptures Christ says in the end of the Gospel of Luke. All the scriptures speak of him, the law, the prophets, the Psalms. So teaching people to love the Lord Jesus, and as he says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Um, one of the things in our larger catechism that uh, says, what do the scriptures principally teach? The scriptures principally teach what man is to believe concerning God 
and what duty God requires of man. And so we try to think about that and focusing on those those two main areas of um, the main emphases of the Christian faith, which our standards help us do. And uh, we're hoping to just bring that to others and disciple disciple folks for Christ in the service of his kingdom. Well, Grant, I think that's uh, that's fantastic. That's what the Lord calls us to do is make disciples and teach mm-hmm. them to obey everything he commanded. People like to drop the obey out of there. <laughs> teach them everything he commanded. And of course, Jesus taught some nice things. And that's in the context of his blood having saved us by his perfect obedience on our behalf. That's right. But then to serve the king. Yeah. That's right. All right, uh, Grant, uh, thank you for being with us here today on thank the you. Cultivating Ethos Show. I'm looking forward to hearing your program and uh, you starting up tomorrow. Uh, 11.30 right here on Cape Rays. It's still going to be the Cultivating Ethos show for about another month, but Grant Van Leuven will be the the host of it as you hear his messages to you. And uh, so I want to thank you once again for listening to our, our show, and I want to thank you, Grant, for being here with us today. Thank you, and congratulations on the new program. We're praying for you and look forward to hearing you. Thank you. We're looking forward to what God's going to do. And uh, my friends, thank you for being a, a faithful listener all these years once again uh, to the Cultivating Ethos show. And I know that uh, we can still connect. Now we can connect live. Some of you call in, you know, live and uh, at uh, 3 to 5 right here on Cape Rays, the Southern California live program. And... Uh, I can't even tell you how grateful I am to you, and uh, I just thank you, and I hope that our ministry has been a blessing to you, that you have grown in your faith, and I'm encouraged that through Pastor Grant's uh, messages, you are also going to be encouraged to grow in your faith, to make disciples, to follow the Lord as you are called to do. You can visit the Cultivating Ethos show by going to radiochurch.org. Uh, we are still taking uh, donations. We thank you for your help with that. It's all tax deductible. Cultivating Ethos is a 501c3, and we are paying for this time slot uh, uh, through the end of the month. So anything you can do to help us pay our bills, we appreciate that. It's all tax deductible once again, and uh, we're very, very grateful for your gifts and your support. I'm Scott Furrow. This is the Cultivating Ethos show. God bless you. And I'll be on from 3 to 5 weekdays right here on Cape Rays and the Southern California Live Show. God bless you. Have a great day. You've been listening to Cultivating Ethos with Pastor Scott Furrow. We hope this program has been really helpful to you. To learn more about Pastor Scott, listen to past shows, and see how you can support this ministry, visit RadioChurch.org. Join Pastor Scott every weekday at 1130 a.m. right here on Cape Rays. Cultivating Ethos, a ministry of world changers. Thank you for listening.